The Bible reading today comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 to 10. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wife tales. Rather train yourself to be godly, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full except that is why we labour and strive because we have put our hope in the living God who is the saviour of all people and especially of those who believe this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Excellent. Right. Good job. Wonderful. All right. I'm always amazed at uh, yeah, how brave these kids are to get up in front of uh, such a tough audience like you guys. Um, they get heaps more applause than I do. Um, <laughs> But that's probably a good thing. They're much cuter than I am uh, and much more capable. Thank you so much uh, to those who have been involved so far. Today's passage that Elise read for us before says we need to train in godliness. So to practice and train in godliness uh, to be more like Jesus, that means. So we should be able to tell that someone is training because they will look more like Jesus. And that's what today's message is all about, how we can live a life where people will look at us and see that we're training not for boxing or uh, horse riding or whatever, we're training and practicing to be more like Jesus. So I want you to think about training for a minute, because what we want to do, can we flick to the front PC? Thanks, Andrew. Um, I want you to think about training, right? At the moment, I'm training for a... uh, for a run. It's a trail run where you have to run on sand and up and down stairs and things like that. You can probably tell by looking at me that I'm a bit of a fitness fanatic, right? Um, I'm not really. Uh, and this is why training is really hard for me because, because I'm not. I'm not disciplined. I'm not motivated. But I have to, I have to get up at 5.30 every morning uh, and I put my shoes on and I go out for a run. And then on alternate days, I have to try to do strength work so that I don't get injured, uh, all in the hope that I'll be able to complete this course without getting hurt, without vomiting along the way, right? This is, that's what training is all about. Um, but it can be difficult, and it's hard work. Now, what I want you to do, uh, we, we want, since we have all generations, all different types of people in the church this morning, I want you, um, we're going to discuss a few things, okay? I know some people really hate this, uh, but you can just sit there and listen. Uh, it'd be good if, if, if kids, uh, if you could try to have kids involved, so parents encourage your kids to share some answers. I'm going to give you a minute to discuss this question, and then I'll get a few people uh, to, to give me some, some good answers, right? What's something you have trained or practiced for? Go. Hey, I'll discuss with people around you, and then you can share it again. <laughs> um, all right, Emmy, what's something you've trained for? Cart- cartwheels, yes, to practice and practice doing cartwheels. So that's right, and you just have to keep trying and trying and trying. You might fall over and hurt yourself, but you keep practicing. Very good. What are some other ones? Would your hand up, please? Elizabeth? Soccer. You need to train for soccer. Good. Yes. Blake? Okay, so music as well. Baritone, saxophone, and the band you're in. Yes, Ashley? 
Wow. Cheer, choir, junior dance, and pop. Wow. You must be a very good dancer, right? So you can practice and train for dancing. Yes, Layla? Uh, Cool. Music and dancing, and also emceeing at church, right? Very good. Yes, Aurelia? Netball. Netball. Yes, Georgia? Yes, speeches. Yeah, you need to practice lots, lots and lots for them. Yes, Ruby. Yeah, swimming and running. Very good. Owen? I learn about You learn about Jesus. That's good. Best type of training, isn't it? Very good. Yes, Indy. Soccer and running. Good. Yes, Bella. Playing the recorder. Yes. I bet mum and dad love when you practice playing the recorder as well. Um, it's the, one of the best instruments going around. Uh, I have one of my friends. Oh, there's one more at the back. Yes, sorry, Kate, I didn't see you. Tennis, yeah, good. Oh, I'll have to play you one day, mate. Tennis, excellent. You got a funny one, yes. Yes. <laughs> Training for getting up for daylight savings. Very good. Putting in the hard yards, Ern and Pam, thank you. Thanks for dubbing them in too, Sam. Sir, I'm sure they love that. Um, Okay, good. Now, I'm going, to ask, I'm going to get you to discuss the next question, so follow up on that. What's the hardest part about training? For any of those things, what's the hardest part? Discuss again. Go, one minute. Good. Hands up. What's the hardest part of training? Blake, again. Wow, so the time you need to put in, two hours of, of training uh, for baritone every day. That's phenomenal, mate. That's dedication. Very good. Georgia? Getting started. Getting started, yeah, that motivation just to get started. It is tough. It is tough. Uh, Layla? Yeah. Yeah, getting things wrong is frustrating, and so having to keep practicing to get it right. Owen? Yeah, getting it wrong it can be disheartening when you get it wrong, kind of. Very good. Elizabeth? Dribbling with your left foot. Yeah, so it could be a specific skill, it's very hard for you to, for you to do. That's good. Bella? Getting your finger in the right hole with the recorder? Yes, yeah, that can be hard, eh? Because it's, it's very important. Uh, yes, Nat- yes, Natasha. Sorry, say that again. Scoring goals. Yes, if, if you're playing soccer, you, you, you really want to score a goal, right? So you need to, uh, yeah, practice that. Yes, Ruby. Sorry. Breaking your PB. Yeah, it's hard because you you have this goal you set and you want to keep going. Indy. Yes, which it appears breaking your bone and hurting yourself, which is appears to be. Um, yeah, relevant, right? You poor thing. Did you do that playing, playing soccer? Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. How long are you missing soccer for? Oh, it's not soccer season anymore, is it? Oh, it is. Oh, summer soccer. Yeah. How many weeks do you miss? Six. Oh, painful. Yes, Emmy. Staying straight when you do the cartwheel, yeah, to keep your, your tummy and your legs and everything straight when you do your cartwheel. Yeah, so training is hard, right? It takes effort. So whether it's a sport or a musical instrument or, or whatever it is, it takes effort. And this morning when we talk about training to be more like Jesus, it actually does take effort. You can't just sit there and just like try nothing 
and automatically become more like Jesus, right? Uh, it's not that simple. We need to work. We need to train. Paul says it in the verse. Have a look at verse 7. Uh, he says, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wise tales. Rather, train yourselves to be godly. You have to train. You have to practice. You have to keep working at it to become more and more godly. Uh, and we've already described what training's like. It's to practice something over and over and over and over and over and over again, right? Just keep blowing that recorder uh, until you, you can play it well and play it right. Um, but the same is training to be like Jesus. We need to keep trying things over and over and over and over again to do things every single day that can help us become more like Jesus, right? So, another question. Right. What sort of training should you do to be more like Jesus? Discuss that with the people around you. Uh, go. One minute. What sort of training should you do to be more like Jesus? Yes, Owen, what's something you need to practice? Reading the Bible. Reading the Bible. And how often do you think you should read the Bible, Owen? Um, at night times and maybe in the morning. Yeah, at night times and in the morning. It's twice a day. I think that's a great idea, reading the Bible. Yes, Georgia? Praying. Praying. And how often should you pray, do you think? Three times a day. I think that's a very good start. Excellent. Three times a day praying. Blake? Making and drinking wine. Like Jesus? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Only once you're 18, though, okay? Wasn't expecting that. That's all right. Um, Layla? Praying every time you get things right or wrong. Yeah, so it's not just praying to ask for things. You can thank God for things as well. Praying good times and bad. Excellent. Tash? Doing your devotion. Yeah, so having time set aside every day to to focus on Jesus and to grow. Yes, Elizabeth? Singing songs, yes. You can do it on your own or with your family or at church. Excellent. Indy? Practice being kind, yeah, because Jesus was kind and compassionate. So it's not just about absorbing more of God, but it's to live more like Jesus and to practice doing good things to other people. That's an excellent one. Very good. And Caden, yes? Bread and grape juice? Yes, we can do that. That's right. We'll actually be doing that later today as well. Good. So we, we want to practice those certain things, reading your Bible, praying, uh, singing, thinking about Jesus, acting like Jesus, doing things like him uh, over and over and over again. They're all very important because you can't just become a professional at something after doing it once. Uh, you have to keep on working and keep on trying. And I think... Oh, we have one more. Yes. <laughs> okay. You can tell me later, Bella. Thank you. Um, we don't always train on our own, though, and that's why it's important. We're in a room full of people today, right? Uh, and training is best done in community, to train as a group, to train as a team. Uh, we need coaches. Uh, we need people to teach us how to train to be more like Jesus and to train alongside us. And everyone here, everyone who knows and loves Jesus, it's because someone has taught them and encouraged them and coached them and trained them. Um, and so uh, you need to train as a group as well. And you've done it today. You've turned up to church. That's a great way to train as a group, isn't it? Uh, to be able to see other people who love Jesus, to sing together, to hear their beautiful voices, uh, and to be able to encourage each other as we have morning tea together and listen to God's word together. 
You should also be involved in maybe community groups or Bible studies where you can grow with a smaller group of people. Since it's a kids' service, I'll give Kids Arvo a plug. Uh, Every Friday we have Kids Arvo where you will learn about Jesus, you'll sing about Jesus, you'll be encouraged by other kids who love Jesus as well. There's so many different ways where we need to get around other Christians uh, so we can train as a team. It's teamwork where we can make each other uh, better at, uh, at following Jesus, right? And another easy way to train together is to talk. And that's why I had these discussions today, right? It's really easy just to have a question and to discuss it with people. Uh, you look, at, look up a Bible passage, sit with your family or with your partner or with your kids or with friends or with someone from church and just read the Bible verse and ask a question about it. It's really easy. Humans are good at talking. Uh, and when you discuss a Bible passage with someone else, it can help you to train and be more like Jesus, I want to encourage you to do that, to train to be more like Jesus, but to do it as part of a community. So we are to train, but uh, why should we train? What's the value in training? What's the point? I'm glad you asked, because Paul says here, uh, for physical training, we discussed that earlier, physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise both for the present life and the life to come. So, if you train to be more like Jesus, it will help you in this life and the life to come. It'll help you in the life to come because it's a constant reminder that when our time on this earth is finished, we, we go to be with Jesus and we spend eternity with him, which is great. Uh, but training like, to be like Jesus also helps us in this life, like today, tomorrow, next week, the rest of your life. If you train to be like Jesus, it's going to help your life. Because Paul says it's valuable for all things. All things means all things. Everything, right? Uh, So it means it's valuable to your friendships and it's valuable to your marriages. It's valuable to how you treat your parents or to how you treat your kids. It's valuable at school or in the workplace, in your sporting team. It's a valuable uh, thing for your emotions uh, and how you feel. It's valuable for how you manage your money, for how you get along with your friends, for your health. Uh, for how you love and care for other people. And not in some sort of magical way. If you practice to be godly, it's not like God rewards you with a great and perfect life. But if you train and practice to be more like Jesus, you're just going to be able to react to things around you a lot better. Because your life is centered on Jesus. Uh, It'll make you a more joyful person, a kinder person, and a person who gets along with other people better. It has value for all things when we practice and train to be like Jesus. So, I'm going to give you one more discussion question, and it is that. I want you to talk with your group, how has training for godliness been of value to your life? How has training to be like Jesus made improved your life, of being value to your life? Discuss with your little group again. One minute, go. Good. How has training for godliness been of value to your life? Elizabeth. It helps you to be kind. Very good. Yes, Tash? By being kind as well? That's good. Yes. And being considerate too. Excellent. Yes, Blake? You'll try to be just like him so you see him in the end. Is that right? Yeah, very good. So that reminder that when we are, the more we become like Jesus, it's a good reminder that we'll see him one day and we'll be with him. Excellent. Anyone else? How is training to be like Jesus, how's it been helpful for your life? Got any more? 
can be adults too. Yes, Pam? Yeah, learning to forgive. It's a very important skill, isn't it? And it's not natural, but the more we train to be like Jesus, the more we'll be able to forgive other people. That's excellent. Anyone else? Well, there's lots and lots, isn't there? It's about the way you feel, but about the way you act and treat other people. It's value for every day of your life. Uh, And so we've seen that we should train. Uh, We train by doing all those things, reading, praying, being kind, uh, gathering with other Christians. uh, And we do it because it adds value. It adds value to our life. And it's a reminder that one day we're going to go and be with Jesus and spend eternity with him. Uh, And that's an exciting thing to look forward to. So now, I want to I show us all an example of what we've been learning so far, okay? So I'm going to ask up on stage some friends. We've heard a lot from them already this morning. Uh, can I please invite up the Moss family, and we're going to ask them about how they grow in uh, to be like Jesus again. So please welcome them up on the stage. All right, cool. Now, you all want to stand together. Uh, share those two... Uh, if, if anyone wants a chair, there's one there. Um, uh, give it a we'll see, we'll see. Uh, they don't need a microphone to be heard, we found out. Anyway, so, uh, welcome Moss family. Could you each introduce yourself to the congregation? Your name, what you do, what you I'm Elizabeth. Yes. How old are you, Elizabeth? I'm nine. You're nine. Ten. Ten, right, cool, cool. All right, thank you. You want to pass it along? Oh, I'm Rosie. Yes. You I'm... don't have to tell us your age. <laughs> you um, what, what do you do with yourself, Rosie? I'm a secondary teacher at Northern Beaches Christian School. Cool. What do you teach? Um, a lot. Everything? Yeah, cool. <laughs> Mathematics, textiles, technology, cool. food tech. Cool. And she's a textiles whiz. I, I dare say that what the girls are wearing this morning were no, probably... No, no, not this morning. Just Bella. Oh, just Bella. Well, there you go. Good. Uh, and Andrew's... Yeah, Andrew made his own clothes too. Um, <laughs> Bella. Oh, it's muted. Press the button. I'm Isabella. How old are you, Isabella? Eight. Eight, thank you. So hard, these questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Andrew, um, a psychologist in the army, which is why every couple of years we kind of have to pick up and move, not because we don't like people. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'm Natasha. I'm five. Well, well done. You all had to think how old you were. That's interesting. You, you forgot. Oh, you just turned ten. That's good. Now, can you tell me how long you've been at NBC? Two years. Two years. Excellent. Um, and almost, yeah. And what are some things you do to get involved in our church, you guys? Uh, we do kids arvo. Mm-hmm. What else? Summer kids. Oh yes. Cadavo. Cool. Sunday school. school. Oh, awesome. Cool. Andrew and Rosie, what about you guys? I'm often not seen because I'm on the sound, uh, the media desk up the back. Yeah, yeah. So I help to make sure everyone can read the words. You only get seen when you don't change the slide and every head in church. <laughs> <laughs> that must be the worst feeling. Uh, not that you ever make mistakes, surely. Uh, and what about you, Rosie? Involved in the music ministry. Cool. And small groups. Excellent. Cool. Yeah, you would have seen Rosie up here singing. So they're getting involved in the life of the church, which is wonderful. So today's passage talks about training in godliness, training to be like Jesus. Uh, 
how do you train individually? So as individuals, what do you guys do to train? What do you do? Wait, I do the devotion sometimes with mum. Cool. Sometimes. Anything else? <laughs> we go to church. Yeah, that's a good one. We read the Bible. Excellent. Reading the Bible, doing devotion, going to church. That's all good training. What did you do? <laughs> what about mum and dad? What do you guys do? Um, so we do devotions, prayer, come to church, listen yeah. to people preach. Cool, cool. That's good. That's good. Um, and what about as a family, though? So how do you train as a group? Is there anything you guys do to, um, to train as a group? Yeah, Tash? Devotion. Devotions. We as, go to church. You go to church as a group. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you do devotions as a family. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> so this is the, um, the book that we've been working through at home, uh, cool. Long Story Short, which is a really cool um, way that as a family, after dinner, we can just sort of sit down and, and work through a passage in, in more detail than I would as an adult, to be honest. Yeah. And um, you know, one of the things, so it's basically you work through a, a small section of scripture over five days. And um, one of the things that in, in the Old Testament, it links everything forward um, or relates it to Jesus as well, which as an adult was something that I've never, never really given a lot of thought to how all the Old Testament sort of points forward. Um, to, to Jesus, so I'm even learning heaps of stuff out of it, and it's designed for kids. So. Yeah, excellent. That's good, and that's when it's a good biblical resource. Hey, if it's teaching the the parents as well as the kids, um, would you be able to? Oh, there you go. There's an example of what it looks like. Thanks, Tash. Very good. Um, we might leave that on the stage. No one take it, but you do you mind if people come Absolutely, and have a little look fine. so they know what it's like. Excellent. Um, so, Andrew and Rosie, it's your responsibility as parents to, to make sure, not that these kids become Christians, but that they know about Jesus. What, why is that hard? What makes it difficult? Uh, and, and what motivates you to keep going? Um, life. Life makes it hard. Um, there's some days where, you know, dinner's late and you're, trying to, you're thinking, well, do we do the devotion? Do we just get him into bed? Um, you know, everything's just sort of falling apart at the seams. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, and, and just just you know working and, and, and us being tired as as parents can make it hard. You know the kids didn't make it a kids arvo on Friday because just what happened with Rosie's work and my work. And so there's just times where um, where, where it's really hard. Um, but wherever possible, we just persevere and and, and continue. And I guess why why is it important? Um, well, you've probably noticed that kids aren't um, as inhibited as us adults, as you can see by the examples from my, from my kids throughout the service. And um, so they're, the, they're actually more prepared to talk to their friends and stuff about, about Jesus than, um, than, than, than Rosie and I probably ever would be. The thing is, we, we need to equip them with, with, with the truth so that when they, when they talk to their friends, that, that they're spreading the truth and, and have a good understanding of themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, that, that's, I think, what really motivates me um, because these are the greatest um, sort of disciples out there spreading the word mm. and, um, and obviously their own personal development. And, yeah. And, yeah. and our realm of influence is only finite. Mm. Like we've got, I don't know... I guess maybe 16 years to be the primary influences in their lives, if that. Mm. And so we need to make the most of it. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, particularly 
from 10 years old up, their friends become their influencing factors. Yeah, definitely. That's right, eh? And I suppose your home is that great. We talk about being on mission, God's family on mission, and this is the, the primary mission field is what's right there in your home. Uh, and we don't want to miss those opportunities. That's excellent. Um, and so this passage, and this question's for the girls, last question, uh, tells us that training to be like Jesus is of great value in your life. So can each of you girls tell me in one sentence, how does following Jesus make your life better or add value to your life? It makes my life better because I'm able to love him all the time. Oh, cool. You're able to love him all the time. Nice. It makes my life better because I can be more like him. That's good. Thank you. It makes my life better because I can be more like him. Wow. <laughs> Very good answers. Uh, I, want, I want you to please thank the Moss family for participating this morning. Thank you. Thank you. That was excellent. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Yeah, come have a look at that book up the top. Um, and if, if you want any more resources for, for Bibles to read with children and everything, please come and see me. I've, I've a list of them. I've sent out a few emails before with lists of them. I'd love to equip you to be able to, uh, yeah, share God's truth with your with your kids, right? Um, so we train, like Paul says, uh, because it adds value for the life to come, but also for this life. Uh, and we do it in a community. We do it as a family. We want to be more like Jesus, uh, and so we do it. Now, so we know we've got to train. We know how to train. Uh, We've seen that it's beneficial and it's good for us, but why? What's the motivation? Why should we train? What gets us out of bed to actually go and train and to be more like Jesus? Well, the answer is in verse 10, Paul says, this is why we labour and strive. This is why we work so hard, because we have put our hope in the living God. And I've missed the last bit on there. It says, who is the saviour of all? So the reason why we train is because we've put our hope in the living God who is the saviour of all who believe, right? So do we train and try to be more like Jesus so that God loves us? Do we do it to earn God's love? No, that's good. I'm glad you got that answer. No, we don't. We do it because he's already loved us. He's already given us life. Uh, We already have our hope. We've put our hope in the living God who is our saviour. So we don't do it to earn God's love. We do it to respond to God's love. We do it out of thanks for God's love. We do it because he saved us and he's transformed us. And so now we want to be more like the one who saved us and transformed us. God welcomes us because Jesus died and he forgives us because Jesus died and rose again. And we're called to lead uh, lives that bring him glory. And we're called to lead lives that become more like Jesus. And this actually leads us... To communion, you'll see that communion's here this morning. Uh, communion is a table of remembrance where we remember, we look back at what Jesus has done and the hope that we have, that we can be more like him and that one day we'll spend eternity with him. Uh, now, communion, if you don't know much about communion, I'm talking to kids and parents here, right, and everyone else. Uh, communion isn't magic. We don't eat anything or drink anything special that makes us become more like Jesus. It doesn't make us loved by God. But if you love Jesus, if you're a follower of Jesus, someone who says, Jesus, I want you to take my sin away and I want to be with you, uh, then then communion is a chance for you to remember. Uh, We take a bit of bread and we eat it and the bread reminds us. Someone tell me, what does the bread remind us of? Jesus' body, yeah, it was broken and given for us. So Jesus' body was broken and we eat the bread to remember Jesus' body. And what does the 
red juice represent, Joshua? Yeah, it represents Jesus' blood that was poured out uh, to cleanse us and to make us friends with God. And so when we eat the bread, we remember Jesus' body. When we drink the cup, we remember Jesus' blood. Uh, The cup with juice. We don't drink the actual cup. Uh, And that reminds us of what Jesus has done for us. And so maybe, parents, I want to talk to you for a moment. If, if you have kids in here and uh, you've, you've never discussed about communion or you're, you're unsure of what your kid understands or believes about Jesus, then, then feel free just to let communion pass by. Uh, but if you have had that conversation uh, and you are sure that your child knows Jesus and trusts him and loves him and follows him, we'd love to welcome them to participate as well. Uh, but if you'd like to let it go by, have a discussion at home, then next time we'd love you to join in. Uh, and this is an opportunity for anyone uh, who loves and knows Jesus to eat and to drink and to remember him. I'm going to pray in a moment. Can I please ask my helpers to come up? We've got a few uh, kids from church and some of their parents to help uh, take communion around um, uh, so we can be involved in church even more. Uh, so let's pray uh, while, we, uh, while we wait. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are good. We thank you that we don't have to do anything to earn your love. But Jesus died to forgive all of our wrongs so that we could have your love and that we could be your children just like Jesus. As we eat the bread and drink the juice this morning, help us to remember what you have done. Help us to look forward to the hope that we have that we can become more like Jesus uh, and that we do get to be with him forever one day. Amen.